Why does love, the absence of love, the end of love, the need for love, result in so much violence? It was all waiting to happen before it happened. You could look back and follow the breadcrumbs along the path that led to violence. When we looked back, it had been everywhere. Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Reviews. I am your host, James Ryan, and on today's episode of the podcast, I am discussing Women Talking, a new drama film that became available on streaming a few weeks ago. It did have a release in theaters in December and January. I'll talk about that here in just a minute, though. I do want to talk about movie releases and movie trailers. Not a whole lot to say for either here, but movie releases Creed 3, it is upon us. The first Creed movie without Rocky, the first movie in the Rocky series without Rocky. Um, I'll talk about this one a little bit more later. Hint, hint, um, for those that know the format of this show and how it goes. We'll talk about that one here in just uh, towards the end. Uh, movie trailer-wise, uh, The Pope's Exorcist, a new horror movie starring Russell Crowe, uh, does not look very good. Not surprised. Um, any sort of exorcism movie, I feel like they've just done it at this point. Um, they are remaking 1973's The Exorcist for some reason. Don't ask me why. Um, oh, wait, I know. Money. Um, but it's. I'm sure it's going to be a disappointment. The 1973 movie actually holds up quite well. Uh, maybe I'll rewatch that at some point for the podcast. Maybe when the new one comes out. Uh, Past Lives is a new A24 movie that will be coming out over the next couple of months. Trailer looks pretty good. Um, it's a romantic drama uh, centered in the United States um, about this married couple. Um, but then the wife um, of this married couple starts coming into contact with a childhood friend and yes drama ensues uh and the boston strangler is a new uh newsroom crime movie coming to hulu uh starring kira knightley i think it's coming in mid-march uh trailer wasn't super super exciting and on to the main event, uh, Women Talking, which is uh, based on a 2018 novel of the same name. It is nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay and Best Movie. It so easily could have had a nominee for Best Actress or Best Supporting Actress, but there's just so much talent uh, put into this film. It would have been difficult to kind of pick one performance over another. Most of the women in this movie have similar amounts of screen time and they all do just such a fantastic job uh anyway i'll break down the plot of this movie just a little bit um it's about this group of women um who are part of this mennonite community very isolated away from the rest of society and they start to realize that they are being assaulted in the middle of the night by the men of the community and they try to come to terms with this. They try in there. The movie is the women uh, discussing what they're going to do. Are they going to stay and be a part of this community and try and fight for their rights and fight for more equal footing? Or are they going to leave the men and just try and make it out in a world that they know nothing about? And that in itself is just... Um, a struggle um and it's this movie is all about 
uh, internal struggles, external struggles. It's just, there's just so many moving parts to this movie. Um, and I think this is a movie that will stay with you quite a long time after seeing it. I just watched it last night, so I can't say that has stuck with me for a long time, but I have been thinking about it since I watched it yesterday. Um, it's a film that relies on dialogue and Sarah Polly directed and wrote this one and the dialogue is fantastic. And it's the reason that this movie works. There's also voiceovers um, and occasional flashbacks, just so you know a little bit more about what these women actually went through. Um, the fascinating aspect of this movie is that, and maybe I, this is just minor spoiler, but you'd never see any of the adult men in this movie, um, except for one. You do see boys elementary and middle school age in this film, but yeah, it, it's interesting that there is only one adult male in this entire film. Uh, this is a film that is about trauma and how everyone handles trauma differently um, because the women in the community, the trauma that they've experienced, it's a collective trauma, um, but each one of them has to deal with it in their own individual way. Um, and I thought that that was done in a very realistic way. There's one woman that's suffering from panic attacks. There are some women that have very angry, emotional outbursts. There are other women that handle it very quietly. Um, so I thought that aspect and just how different characters handled that, I thought that was one of the more interesting um, parts of this film. Claire Foy's character and Jesse Buckley's character are two of those characters that have more of those emotional um, angry outbursts, whereas Rooney Mara's character is more of this quiet philosophical type. And she asks a lot of questions, open-ended questions in this movie that are not meant just for the women in the film, but also for us as a viewer to contemplate as the women are sitting in this room uh, discussing what their next plan of action is going to be. I think that it's... This movie is, you almost feel as though you are in this room, you are a part of this discussion, even though you shouldn't be. And that's kind of how Ben Winshaw's character is in this movie. He is the one adult male who's allowed to be at the meeting. He's the one that is taking notes um, because the women of this community don't know how to read and write. And you will relate a lot with Ben Winshaw's character if you end up watching this film. Um, just because he feels as though he shouldn't be there either. Uh, the music in this film is background. It is not meant to be a main focus here. Um, and it it really does work uh, towards the end of the film when it needs to. And when it needs to be quiet and in the background, it, it does the job well. Um, but the dialogue here, again, is the absolute focus. Uh, there's also very, very interesting uh, filming techniques used here. Um, the color grading, um, for one, really stuck out to me because it's not a film that's in black and white. Um, it's just a film where the colors are very muted, not very saturated, um, just where it almost looks as though it's in black and white from time to time, but there are colors that stick out um, to you. Um, and I thought that was an interesting choice. I'm still thinking about exactly um why they went with that um 
And I mean, I could come up with a few things here and there, but I want to listen to some interviews and find out exactly uh, why they we why they made that decision. Um, they do an awesome job of uh, using shadows too during the filming of this, especially when they have close-ups on the women's faces during these discussions, um, where one side of their face is lit up, the other um, very much in shadow. And I think, again, I think everything in this film was meticulously done. I think there were reasons for everything. Um, and yeah, I think maybe with that, they were trying to show just the, these, how these women are just grappling. One side of them wants to say, oh, let's, let's stay a part of this community. And then the other part is saying, yeah, let, let's leave and let's try our luck elsewhere. Women Talking can be a very, very challenging film to watch, um, but it is one of the best movies of the year, um, and it's an important story, um, one about how communities deal with trauma, how they try and move past it, and how they make decisions moving forward. If you have not seen Women Talking yet and you would like to watch it before next week's Academy Awards, it is currently available to rent online, and it is playing in select theaters. On next week's episode of the podcast, get ready. I'm coming for it all. He's not going to stop. Then you make him. The one and only Adonis Creed, you're the best pound for pound fighter in the world. Three years ago, it's been a minute since you've been out in these streets. When I walked away from boxing, I walked away with some unfinished business. Creed 3, uh, one of my most anticipated movies of the year, um, a series that I absolutely love, except for Rocky Five, of course. Uh, but I will talk a little bit more about the Rocky series as a whole next week. I'll talk a little bit more about the Creed films. I don't think I'm going to rewatch any. Um, I am going to see Creed 3 tomorrow. Tomorrow it's a Sunday. Um, so I will re be reviewing that for next Saturday's episode of the podcast very very excited about this one uh hope that you can listen in i will try and do as spoiler free of a podcast as i can as usual um, but if you have a chance to check out creed th three in theaters beforehand i think you'll enjoy it a little bit more uh, thank you for tuning into today's episode of ryan's reviews i will be back next saturday reviewing creed three